Hello, I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. And I'm her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I want to welcome you to Open to Hope Conversations, the podcast. We believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself after a loss is hope, using this moment to connect with others who have not only survived, but thrived. So let's get started. Welcome to the Open to Hope Show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Well, Heidi, I know we've covered the coronavirus once before in a Facebook Live, but we're getting so many emails about it and so many thoughts. I thought that maybe we should uh, bring it up again because we got one from Sue, uh, which is a question about the coronavirus that brings up my fears of death. And Sue tells us that she says, my husband says I'm being paranoid about the coronavirus as I refuse to go to any place where there are crowds. My mother died when I was 13 of a viral infection, and I know it can happen. Can you help me? Well, Sue, there are a lot of people that are fearful about the virus today, aren't there, Heidi? There are. Actually, I was walking through Central Park here in New York City this morning, and believe it or not, ironically, I heard a woman talking on the phone about her anxiety around the coronavirus. So a lot of anxiety and a lot of fears, some rational and some irrational. Sounds like it's bringing up, uh, the virus is bringing up a connection between her and her mother's death. Well, that's what I was going to say, mom. You know, I can easily say that it, it, I don't think about it, but my brother d died in a car accident. He didn't die you know, of, a, of a, a viral infection. We know there are some people out there who just generally have a fear anxiety and hopefully they're getting some help. But for people that aren't at that level, Sue, uh, you said that your husband says that you'd be paranoid because you don't want to go into crowds. Well, let's do a little assessment. If you came into my office, I'd be saying to you, um, tell me, have you had this fear of crowds before the virus came along? So look at it. Have you disliked crowds before or is this a total new behavior for you? I think you need to take a look at that. And a second thing, is it impacting your daily living? Like tonight, I'm supposed to go to my grandson's um, uh, soccer game. And the question is, would I deny myself going to the game with other crowds of people? And would you be denying seeing your kids or grandkids? because you're afraid to go out into crowds. So well, well, the anxiety be so great that she honestly can't go out. Yeah, exactly. I'd want to know that. I mean, I don't know where she lives. I live in a high-rise building in Midtown Manhattan. There are 3,500 people that live in this building. Mm, wow, you can't even go in the lobby then. No, seriously. If yeah. I go into my lobby right now, there will be no less than 20 people. If I had a fear of crowds, I wouldn't be able to leave my apartment, I'm serious. Mm -hmm. So I don't know where she is and how serious this is. I mean, it could be very serious if she's in a situation where she, there's crowds. I don't know where she is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, uh, let's talk about some things, some rational thoughts here and, and some common sense and, and taking control. So there are some things, you know, that we know that you can do. I mean, your mother told you when you were a little girl, uh, 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 avoid, don't touch your eyes. Uh, don't touch your nose and your mouth with your hands, with unwashed hands. Avoid uh, contact with people who are sick. That goes without saying, but as Heidi and I are saying, it's tough sometimes getting in an elevator or on a plane or something like that. So what are some of the things you can do on a plane, Heidi? We were talking about it today. I've been watching people lately on planes and they, it definitely has changed since the coronavirus started happening. People are wiping down their seats and their, their armrests. Mm -hmm. They're bringing wipes in. 
Mm -hmm. And some people are wearing masks. I, I don't know how successful that is. But anyway, washing your hands with soap and, and just trying to take care of your health, eating right, you know, all those things, drinking water, going for walks, exercising, all the things, Sue, that you know you need to do to take care of yourself in general are important to keep your own immune system up. Bring a hand cleaner. I carry hand cleaner everywhere. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's important too. And, you know, a place uh, to go that's really good if you want to know about this is going online to the Center for Disease Control. Um, they have really good information about what's going on. And, and you want to keep your, if you want to keep yourself informed. On the other hand, maybe time to take a news break, right, Hyde? Yeah, it could be because we are talking about it a lot and it's being talked about over and over and over and it's getting people extremely anxious. Mm -hmm. And maybe Sue hasn't had enough opportunity to talk about the anxiety she ha had around the fact that her mother died and how she died. Maybe she needs to sit down with, with a counselor and talk more in depth and in detail about, about that and be validated and acknowledged for how scary that was. Absolutely. And I know that you've been teaching a class on, uh, on grief through the lifespan, Heidi, and it impacts us a lot, if it's, particularly if we don't deal with it, doesn't it? If we don't have acknowledgement and validation, it, it's very, very difficult to move, to move forward because you need to be acknowledged and validated that you've been through a tough thing. And uh, like you said, it does, our losses impact us throughout our lifespan and our life course in different ways. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like you're having have a really nice and caring husband mm -hmm. and he is concerned about you and maybe he's a little tough using the paranoid word. Maybe he'd like to calm that down a little bit and and uh, I think just having you reach out and talk to us about it and talk to some of these things are really important and we appreciate that. And you know, you also might wanna think about uh, joining a grief support group uh, mm -hmm. because they're, you know, contact your local hospice or hospital and find out about groups that are for someone who's lost um, a parent. Yeah. Might be time to revisit that. And you know, sometimes you may be able to find a space there where once you've dealt with your own loss, you can help other people deal with theirs. I think it's great that you reached out to us and we appreciate that. And we wish you uh, a lot of luck and a lot of happiness uh, in the things that you're doing. Come and visit us at opentohope.com where we can share this hope together. Thanks for watching and God bless. I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. Join us again next week for another Open to Hope conversation, where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.